Blog Talk Radio. All right, then. Welcome to another 80s hour or so. My name is Juan Alamon, and with me, as always, is my faithful companion, Tony Lamar. Tony, how are you doing tonight? (laughs) I'm doing quite well out here in Austin, Texas. Yes. Doing well. That's good. That's good. (laughs) That's good. You know, we're, we're, I was I was waiting for music, so that's why you kind of got that um, that dead air for a second. Yeah, I but, thought so too. I, yeah, <laughs> but if you want to avoid dead air with us, you know what you can do? You can dial us in at seven one four two four two six one one six. That's right. If you want to get in on the action with us tonight, what we're going to be talking about is eighties, okay? Which is the name of the show, but eighties singers who, that acted. And 80s actors that sang. Now, Tony That's said, a mouthful. It's not like a- that is a mouthful. Tony said, what are we going to be talking about, really? Okay, so let's say we have a singer that acted. What about one of your favorites, Prince? Prince is a singer. That's established. He's one of the single greatest artists of the what, 20th and 21st, uh, into the 21st century. I would say of all time. He's up there with Mozart. There you go. Of all time. But he did a couple of movies. Yes, he did. Which were? He sure what did. What were they? Purple Rain, Under the Cherry Moon, uh, Sign of the Times, uh, Graffiti Bridge. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about because sometimes mm-hmm. you have successful singers that turn themselves into really good actors. I thought Prince did a, a very good job. At what he at what he was doing, which was he was a singer that could act. Do you agree with that, or do you say eh, I'm not sure about that? I don't know. <laughs> I would say under I would say Purple Rain, yes, because he's mm-hmm. actually directed by a real film director, and Under Cherry Moon was directed by Prince, so he pretty much was just in front of the camera and, and did his his stick. You know, not saying yeah. it was a bad stick, but it wasn't. Acting like you would see with uh, um, with Purple Rain, and of course, you know, you have his other movie, which is a sequel to Purple Rain, um, Graffiti Bridge. Which, you know, what I'm not sure he directed that or not. So I, that's how much I know about that particular movie. I've seen it like twice, okay. <laughs> once in the well, theater I, and once on VHS. Okay, that's something that interesting that you bring up. That uh, Purple Rain was directed by a real director. I think you and I have talked about this before. It takes a lot more than just saying, oh, I want you to do this and move the, move the lights over here and roll now and cut now to be a director. Mm-hmm. It takes, well, you have yeah. to be talented as well at that, at, that, at that specific job that you're there to do, not just, not just because you're, you're the writer and you're a great singer and you can act. You need a good director to, to push you. In the right directions. Yeah, and sometimes with that, the director can show some what's between the the the, uh, the script lines, what's the meaning behind it. And sometimes mm-hmm. an actor doesn't catch that. I'm not saying I said sometimes, not all the time. Yeah. And, <laughs> and but you'll you'll find that you need people who are not actors, like Prince, for example, need a director to help them get them situated in what the character is. You know, this is somewhat of a biography, you know, telling about his story a little bit 
autobiographical, I can't say the word right now, uh, about Prince. <laughs> so with that in mind, you know, Prince had a little background, so he had some help with it. And that was a different story when it comes to Under the Cherry Moon, where he was trying to play, a, um, he was trying to act. Yeah. That was, that's, that's trying to act. <laughs> yeah. That's being a character that's not really you. I mean, that's that's a little different, though. So there, I'm sure there's some acting chops from some singers and and I'm, I'm curious what we're going to come across, but I would say that Prince did struggle, but he's a musician. You know, he's a musician. Yeah, he's a yeah. great musician. So let's yeah. move over now to an actor that tried to sing. And let's see what you think of this one. Bruce Willis had an album, The Return of Bruno, and, yep. uh, I, and he had a one-hit song. I mean, it, it charted Respect Yourself. What, what did you think of that? Uh, laughable. <laughs> laughable. <laughs> it was. I've never seen it on MTV and laughing at it because I didn't take it serious at all. Because he was coming up from moonlighting, and I'm not even yeah. sure Die Hard was out yet. I'm not even sure. So I do remember the album. I remember the name of it, and that one song in the video. You see his hairline starting to recede. You see the beginning of that. <laughs> But, uh, well, did you know that one of the Pointer Sisters did uh, uh, some of the, the, the backups there for him? So, I mean, he, yeah, because they need all the help he can get. So, yeah, right. I believe it 100%. And, then, and something to remember, too, is that um, when you have that kind of money, like an actor, then you can get more people in there. Then let's say some Joe Schmo who wanted to, just to become a singer and he has no money and he has no backing and he couldn't get the Pointer Sisters in there to, to sing for him. Yeah, you're right. You're, that's absolutely, you're yeah. correct on so that. So that helps. There's no doubt. Yeah, get a good so, producer too. You can make anybody sound yeah. good. Shoot. Yeah. And there's lots of proof of that nowadays. But we only oh, talk yeah. about the <laughs> but we just got uh, a message from one of our listeners, Yvette Fratsky in Alaska, Anchorage, Alaska. And she, wanted, yes. she sent in a name of an actor who uh, actually I know this actor and I know that he's in a band and it's the Bacon Brothers, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Did you know that? Yeah, I guess I. Oh, I don't know about him. I think he's the <laughs> devil. He's, he's the devil. everywhere. He's all over the place. No, yeah. I I know of the band, the Big Brothers. I haven't heard any of his music. It could be rock music. It could be country. I'm going with more like country music. I think it's pop. <laughs> I, I can't say I've listened to it. So Yvette, if you want to call us again, it's seven one four. Two four two six one one six, and let us know if you've heard any of the Bacon Brothers music. But if not, we'll move on to another, another uh, singer that turned actor and a pretty darn good one, I think. Sting. Okay. So Sting. There. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about his movies. Okay, he did Dune. He did Dune. What? He was in The Bride as uh, Baron uh, Frankenstein. Jesse. Yeah, I know that one. 
Another bride. What else? Yeah. Uh, later on, he was in. He was the dad in uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That's true. That was a decent movie. I do remember that. Yes. And I think. Oh, and of course, who can forget? He is uh, Hansel's dad in Zoolander too. Is he? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's an ongoing gag. Because um, at the beginning, Hansel says, man, it's so great that you know your dad and everything, Derek, because um, Hansel says, my, my, all, my wife, all my mom remembers about my dad is he was just some beat cop, just a member of the police. Ah, uh, da 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 <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I I think those are more cameos because I mean even all the movies that you mentioned, I wouldn't really call them big acting roles. I mean, I mean seriously. I mean, yeah, okay, okay. Look at dude. It was just his first role. It was a small role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will kill him. I'm going to kill you, Atreides. Uh, whatever he said, I forgot the line, but that was his line in um, Dune. I remember the bride being a hot mess of what the heck, dude. It was a terrible movie. It was the yeah. girl from the woman from Flashdance, Jennifer something. Beals, was right? Beals, something like that. She was the bride, and she's pretty hot for a you know Frankenstein bride. And they had the Frankenstein <laughs> creature in there in the movie too. He was in that movie. It was yeah. it was a, it was a terrible movie. Yeah, it didn't help it's having Sting in it. Be a mess, you know. Yep. Some movies can definitely be a mess. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, how about, well, I just got another message. Let's see who we got now. David mm-hmm. Bowie. David Bowie was a great, great artist, musician, and did a great turn uh, as an actor in uh, the movie Labyrinth. Yes, it's well known for that. That's an example of a, a good a, you know, singer turned actor, because that yeah. was a good movie, and he's and he's done cameos on and off, and so and good cameos. The one I remember the most is when he was on Extras, is an HBO. You ever seen okay. Extras? Yes, I and did. He played he played himself, and he was a uh, what's his name? Kravitz, what's his name? Uh, Ricky Kravitz's character, right. and he was he was a complete shit to him. It was so funny, <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's like, man, <laughs> you're getting freaking handled by David Bowie, which was awesome. But David, David Bowie's one, I would say, is definitely – okay, I can accept that answer because I, I can't think of anything he's done that wasn't decent. You yeah. Know? So it's it's a very small uh, <laughs> elite group of singers turned actors that are successful. And um, there's a couple I'm now thinking that we're talking about. I can bring up also there were singers. So what, what do you have? I can, can I mention one? Uh, yeah, you can mention one if you'd like. Uh, uh, Bed Mittler. Is it, was that was she on your list? Bed Mittler was not on my list, and she turned out to be a very, very good dual threat as not only a singer, but a great actress in her own right. And, and I think what has perform. a lot to do with this, yeah. Yeah, but I think what her what makes her so different and unique is that she was already hamming friends on stage anyway with her singing. I mean, yeah. she put on the show anyway, so it was a, it was a natural transition for her to go into films. 
Now, she has a lot of good movies. I can name a couple off the top of my head. You know, of course, Down Out of Beverly Hills. She was in the, um, was it? She played the Rose. That's pretty yes. cool. That was one of her big movies. And uh, I love her. Beaches was whatever. I don't know if she had nominated, but it was showing that she could really act. So you just go down, and she's funny. She does a lot of great comedic timing. Ruthless people. Oh my goodness, I love that movie. She's in that movie, and she's just on fire in that film. Yes, fire. And then recently, she was in Parental Guidance, playing a grandma of all things, uh, married to Billy Crystal. If you haven't seen that, <laughs> it's a funny movie. It's really good. It's a, it's a good kids movie. But, uh, yeah, Bette yeah, Midler is a great example of someone who really can bring it on stage as singing and in front of the camera as acting. I, I totally agree with you there. Uh, another right. one is mm-hmm. Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John started out as, you know, really a singer. Uh, and then, of course, everybody remembers Grease, but that was 78. She also made Xanadu. <laughs> Don't get me started, buddy. I'll tell you more about Grease too in a minute. Oh my goodness! Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, of course, there was Xanadu, which was a musical, so a lot of it mm-hmm. was her singing. But mm-hmm. uh, there was some acting in it. But one that wasn't a musical that I really liked, I thought was well done. It was another one with John Travolta. Was called Two of a Kind. Yeah, that movie was. Oh my goodness. That was- Terrible movie. It, it was, was an fun. 80s movie. It was. It was an 80s movie. I remember You're right, this movie. Wasn't James it like Torco? there were like, yeah, they're controlling time at one point for the characters. What they're doing is, um, the John Travolta is like a like a bank robber or something like that, and um, uh, he has to redeem himself, or else the whole world is going to be destroyed and. Uh, what they decide is that he has to redeem himself by becoming some a better person, sacrifice, being self-sacrificing. And uh, uh, Olivia Newton-John gets involved with him, and then they're bad guys, and then there's an, the devil, and then there's some angels. And what they're, they're not mind-controlling. What they're doing is they're rewinding time. And then fast forwarding mm-hmm. back to where they were at, and rewinding and fast forwarding. Then all of a sudden, God stops them by making it rain indoors, and He goes, "That's enough," you know. <laughs> yeah, it was something it like was, that. I remember. It was yeah. definitely an '80s movie, but it was a great '80s movie. I thought it was a really fun movie. Maybe we can, uh, we, maybe we can uh, defend it sometime, or uh, while you try to tear it down, my friend. Uh, that would be too easy, and it would be an unfair <laughs> battle. <laughs> And what program is that on? What? what? No, 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 no. Uh, you lost. Uh, you, you have another podcast, and what's it called? Where you have people defend their movies? Oh, you're talking about the um, the fandom defense. Yes. Yes. Please let people know about your shows, the fandom defense, and maybe yeah, you can catch Tony yeah. and I talking about uh, two of a kind sometime. But tell us about that program for a second. Well. The fan defense is where we have two movie fans. They have, they're passionate about movies, and every so often you come across somebody who really loves a movie, but unfortunately you really don't like it. Now that's a great conversation because you get the chance to see both sides of the, of this one particular film. You know, so one say this movie is really great, and one says no, it's not. 
they'll sit there and battle and explain why it's good or why it's terrible. And uh, I, I guess over time I became very bitter <laughs> with the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't, he, anytime that we can do fandom or fan defensive or well, we can do that anytime over an 80s movie. fandom defensive because he doesn't like too many eighties movies. And I like a bunch of eighties B movies. All right, so let's get back to our artists and another singer, and he has one of my favorite songs of the 80s. Don't talk to strangers. No, no, no. That's a good one. Oh, all right, okay. But it's a cheesy song. It's a romantic song. It's by Patrick Swayze, She's Like the Wind. Ooh. You That's test my friendship song. every week, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's Like the Wind is a great song. It's from She's the like Dirty Dancing Class. Through my tree. That doesn't make True. sense. But it's like a younger version of um, Michael McDonald. She's like the wind. <laughs> Michael McDonald probably did record that sometime. <laughs> but Patrick Swayze can prove that he can... Carry a tune, number one. He could carry the tune, but he's also a great dancer and a great actor. He was a great actor, um, and he was very popular at one time, probably one of the most popular guys uh, acting in, in the mid-'80s, early 90s. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm making a little joke. I do know the song. It's actually a decent song. It's pretty good. I do I do like uh <laughs> Dirty Dancing. It's I I'm sure we talked about it. Maybe we haven't, but there's a good story with me seeing Dirty Dancing. I did not want Dirty Dancing when I uh when I saw it. Was it gonna be pretty, I was stuck on the airplane to be honest with you. I said today's film's gonna be Dirty Dancing. I'm like, ah that's it. Nah, I got no choice, I have to watch it. And I was like, Hey, if people uh-huh. are dancing, this is this is a good movie. This is very exciting. <laughs> yeah. But he was a triple threat, you know? He he and um, John Travolta. John Travolta is is known for his dancing, for his acting, and he could sing. So uh, you know, and there there are others who are the same. Um, more recently, that I can think of for females, but for males, I can think of definitely those two in the eighties. They can sing, dance, and act. Yeah. What about Gregory Hines? Gregory Hines, you see, I mean, I'm just thinking right off the top of my head, and that's why yeah. we have each other, my friend. So you yeah. can Gregory Hines, you can sing and dance. Yeah, and he could definitely act. Yes, I liked him in um, White Nights. White Nights and then Taps. I still watch the scene where he, oh, yeah. he dance against him. Um, Sammy, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Awesome. Oh, such a cool scene. It's still, you can find it online. It's just, it's captured forever. I'm so yeah. glad those, those two were able to share the screen together. Awesome. awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we talked Wait. about She's Like the Wind Through My Trees. Okay. Right. Well, I have one. All right. Uh, go ahead. Go, go. No, no, no. I was waiting for you. Oh, I'm going to say Don Johnson. Don Johnson. That's right. Oh, and he was a bad singer. 
heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> the video, the video that they made for that was so much better than the song. It's like, wow, I can watch this video and just turn down the volume. It's a good story. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All I can say is that I remember because that was the height of his um, Miami Vice days. You know, he was really, mm-hmm. really big. And someone said, hey, you know what? You should capitalize on this thing with Miami Vice and make a music video. It's like it or he thought he had enough clout. I could do music videos. I can do this. I can make a song. Yeah. No, you can't. It's a terrible, 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 terrible song. Oh, yeah. It was a terrible song. And then he's up there, and they've got the the band backing him up, and, oh, it's just horrible. But, I mean, and you hate to talk about people that did something sucky, but you have to admit when something sucks, you know? Yeah, okay. It's It's so easy to bash somebody because, like, yeah, there's a lot of putting a song together. But, see, I like to sing, too. All right, I'm I'm very good in the shower. I'm very good when I'm by myself. <laughs> it's like I'm a great singer, but would dare think, oh, you know what? I think I can make an album. Like, are you nuts? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I can do this because I'll hit those high notes by myself. I know they're terrible, but it's just me listening to it. I can handle that. That I can handle. <laughs> yep. All right, now I've got one for you. That this person is a pretty good singer. I think a lot of production. But everything she touched in the theater pretty much turned to poo-poo. You have to be talking about Madonna. There you go. God, I didn't didn't have to go too far. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Imperial Grill. Uh, it, It was a lot of bad movies. I mean really bad movies. Um, but Desperately Seeking Susan, uh, you could go either way on that. No, you know? it's, you're right. It's, it's a, I think you're, if you're a fan of Madonna, you want that to be successful. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, but I just not care for it at all. So but, once. Then, but then she, she did Shanghai Surprise, Who's That yep. Girl?, Oh my goodness! Those Who's are that terrible. girl with the tiger? Who's that girl? Senorita Marcina. Who's that girl? Oh man! But one thing that was funny is that my dad and I'll always remember this, and I think I kind of liked the movie because of this. Um, was uh, my dad took my brother and I to go watch Dick Tracy. Oh, and really? She, and she was, yeah, and she was the femme fatale in that. She was, yes, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was uh, lips. Was she lips or face or what was No, that? she was She was the faceless character. There's a spoiler. Kind of gave away the movie, yeah. you know, even though oh, it was like on. 37 30 years, years ago. old. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what was her... Um, what what was her character's name? Not not the faceless name, but uh, oh, the something Mahoney. I don't know. Booby yeah, Mahoney. I don't know. Booby Mahoney. <laughs> I don't know. The the one thing she did that was good was a league of their own. 
I, I, and I hope we can agree on that. that I think that was a great that's movie. That's only. Yeah. That was a good movie. And that's then she tried to do some rip off of a basic instinct. Yeah, a supporting actress. And then she tried to do some basic instinct rip off with um, the villain from Spider Man. What's his name? Willem Dafoe? Yeah, it was like Body of Evidence. I think that's what it was called. Oh. It was, oh, no. Yeah. It was a terrible movie. I work for Blockbuster, and I would give people refunds for ringing it after you brought it back. I'm going to just give you money back because that was a terrible movie. I would do that. <laughs> My sister and I have this movie we've shared back and forth. It keeps getting mailed back and forth somehow. It ends up in the mail back in our boxes. And uh, it's called Fresh Horses. Have you ever heard of this movie? Fresh Horses. Yes. With, uh, yes. And uh, she it. will... Yeah. With, uh, with um, of course, uh, Molly Ringwald and Andrew McCarthy. And uh, somehow, it, it's at her house right now, I know, because I mailed it to her not too long ago. So eventually, it'll find its way back into my mailbox. But it's never been open since we watched it the first time. <laughs> it's more of a joke now. I'm just going to send this stuff Yeah, it's back. more of a joke now. It just keeps getting mailed back and forth. But now, That's awesome. let's, go, let's go back to our... <laughs> are actors that sing. And there was Michael Damien, who was on The Young and the Restless. I don't remember his character's name or anything, but he had one hit, and it was a number one. And Michael was on the Damien? Dream, yeah, and it was on the Dream a Little Dream soundtrack, and it was Rock On. Hey, kids, rock and roll, rock on. Rock on. Rock on. I, I told you, man, we, we, you bring it, you're, you're, you're pushing me. Because I, I went, I went to La La Land because I went picking that movie. Are you sure you want to do that? I'm warning you. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you yeah, want to torture me? I will torture you when I can, as often as I can. No, but Michael Damien, it was, uh, I think, an overproduced track. Uh, it did. I mean, you heard him sing, but it was more like um, it was a simple song to sing. Like, if you went to karaoke and you said, can you give me something easy to sing, they would probably pick this song for you. Here, this is easy. This is four beats. Just stick with it. It's really, really easy. Hey, kids, rock and roll. Rock on. You know? Mm-hmm. That, I sure that was. was. That was Every just time that girl doing that dance number in that scene. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Have you got one? Uh, I I'm right now I I'm only what I'm thinking of is I'm trying to get some okay let's pick an actor when to see or either one does it matter you can pick whichever one you want how about Whitney Houston ooh Whitney Houston was an 80s artist that did make some ma- major films and she but her was movies good. I think were in the 90s I think her movies were in yeah, the her 90s, movies were though. 90s but she was an 80s artist so I'll I'll give you this one, my friend. Go for it. No, nah, I just I didn't think about that. She just started in the, in the 80s, late 80s, and then her movies all came out in the 90s, Way in Exhale, and then, of course, The Bodyguard, which is, oh, my goodness. I have great <laughs> memories of The Bodyguard. Wow. Speaking of great memories, I was thinking about uh, Dolly Parton. She made some movies. She was next. Yeah, she was next on my list. Dolly Parton, uh <laughs> 
in uh, the 80s did 9 to 5, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, and Rhinestone, and Steel Magnolia. Yeah. And yeah. She to make movies, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was very good at her job. No, no, I'm, I'm just being stupid. To tell you the truth, I liked her in <laughs> nine, nine, 9 to 5. Uh, mm-hmm. And I didn't see Rhinestone. <laughs> oh, can I talk about Rhinestone? <laughs> I'm sure you have seen it. Um, I'm sure. So that's the the movie with Sylvester Stallone. And now I've seen stuff on YouTube with this, with this with this song. But why are you creating a monster? But Rhinestone is just a yeah. <laughs> Rhinestone is just a. I do remember this with Rhinestone. I, I think it's it's borderline sexual harassment. I think. It was a whole bed of him of her sleeping with some guy if he couldn't get somebody who can sing, you know, to make him be able to be a singer, a country singer. Right. And he picked right. a random dude. If if yeah. she didn't do it right, she had to sleep with some dude. Am I wrong on club, that? The club owner where she sang, he goes, uh, he's just like this sleazy dude, and uh, he's uh, like a New Yorker, but uh, he dresses like in cowboy boots and stuff because he owns like a country club, not a country yeah. club like golf, but a, a, a bar where they sing country music and mm-hmm. uh, he goes I'll tell you what if uh, she says I can turn anybody into a singer you give me enough time and he goes I'll tell you what if you can turn someone I pick into a singer within so many weeks or months I will pay your contract it was a contract dispute but if oh. you can then you have to sleep with me. And she goes, I'll take that bet. And then, of course, the cab driver pulls up and it's Sylvester Stallone. And he did his best at singing, but darn it. He's Adrian song. <laughs> Adrian song. Well, that reminds me, if you go back to Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, Burt Reynolds, was uh, he did a song. Dom DeLuise does a song. So those are all mm-hmm. actors who try who were in musicals and did their own singing. Yes, that is accurate. Some of the best little horrors in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is very true. Yeah. Uh, Dom DeLuise, I did that song. You know that. I did that. I did his role. Yeah. And I think rather well. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty conceited of you. I know. That's why I'm saying it. Because theater's ever seen. I'm telling you. I mean, I brought down the house. I did. I know I did. It was an amazing performance. Would you have a sledgehammer? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. So what's next on This guy was produced by Rick James, and it was a number five hit in 1985 for him. Mm-hmm. You want me to get it? I already know. No, it was actually a number two hit for him. Who do you think it is? It's it's Eddie Murphy. Cause I do party all the time. Party party oh yeah, that's right. How did you guess? This has to be no, during the uh, <laughs> Charlie Murphy days too. Say again. What, what did you say? What? I said, how'd you how'd you guess? <laughs> Oh yeah. man, Charlie Murphy. Rest in peace, my friend. Rest in peace. Yeah. Name the song that Michael Jackson did with Eddie Murphy. Ooh, Michael Jackson and Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You don't know? Oh, 
This, no. This definitely, I think this is a 90s song, though. Let me look it okay, up. I'm almost certain. Okay, okay. Well, I'll continue to talk about the song while you look that up because I don't know that one. I didn't know that Eddie Murphy and Michael Jackson did a song together right off the top of my oh, head. They, yeah, but, they uh, did. There's a music video to it, too. But the music video. if any of our callers, if any of our listeners know, 714-242-6116, you can reach us and see if you can get the yep. answer before he gives it to me. But anyway, Eddie Murphy was known best for Saturday Night Live at the time. And uh, mm-hmm. he made a few movies, but he came out. When he did a stand-up, you could hear that he had a really good voice. I mean, yes. when he would when he I would agree. imitate singers and things like that, like uh, um, uh, when, uh, during his stand-up. But man, when he sang this song, it was really good. I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed watching uh, the Rick James stuff uh, in the video when he back up when he uh, sings back up for him and all this stuff. I thought, I thought it was a great video. All the time. <laughs> she likes to party all the time. With his band, Sexual is... Chocolate. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I went to the video, and it came out in 1993. Okay, what was it? It's called well, Michael Jackson. It's called What's Up With You. What's Up, what's with, up? You? What's up? What's up with You? What's Up With You? Oh, I did hear that song before. Okay, here's one for you. We got Barbara Streisand. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Um, hey, Barbara Streisand is one. I haven't seen many of her films, mm-hmm. but she's been very. She has a lot of great movies that she's made. A lot of dramatic. Roles. She's a definitely a dramatic actor, actress, actor, I should say. And you can see that she only does roles that she really believes in. And and I give her that credit because she doesn't do movies every year. Yeah. So years before she does something. So the project she does, it has to be something personal. You know, you talk about Yentl. You can talk about the Prince of Tide. You know, there's a couple of films that she really uh, dived into. And those movies, I believe they're all in the 80s. I think so. I'm not sure of The Prince of Tide, but definitely in the sure. 80s. Pretty sure. But, yeah, you, you came up with some good movies for her. And uh, she continues to to work even to today. She's just oh, one, yeah. of those, one of those lasting figures. Like, you know, there are people that were uh, 80s, 90s, or 2000s. And even some people in the 2000s. Are gone now, so it's it, it's a rare thing to to be a commodity like that through decades. Um, so I I find her to be a very uh, very talented, and very interesting. Yeah, yes, definitely. She's she knows what she's doing. She's a very successful actress and singer. You can't, yeah, you can't deny it. You can't deny it. All right, I definitely. got one for you. This All is right, a guy uh, who was a soap opera, a soap opera star, and hit number two with this single. You want me to sing uh, the single, or do you want me to tell you his name? Um, oh, you want to hear me sing? Yeah, I hear you sing. Let's go ahead and just do this. 
All I need is a little more time to ensure what I need isn't all in my mind. Who is that besides me? I I have no idea. Jack Wagner from General Hospital. He had a hit. Do I look? I watch soaps. I would never have guessed that. He's like, I should have known. Tony's Mark Hamill. Of course you know who it is. Like, come on. Come on. He's on General Hospital. Everybody watched General Hospital. You know that. <laughs> but Jack Wagner did have a did have a hit with that song. That's cool. All I right. would I know the song, but I know who the artist. I didn't know who the artist yeah, is. Yeah, so. Jack Wagner. That's pretty right. cool. Have you got another one? If not, I have a great one for you. Good. I, I want you to see. If, I don't know. Let's see what your great one is. Let's do this. Moonstruck. Drum roll. Silkwood. Oh. Uh, let's see. Mask. Uh, Mask. There you go. Who am I talking about? Of course, Cher. Do you believe in love? Can the world have the presentation? No, I like what about, the song I like by Cher. No, that's when it's saying share. I don't like any of that music. Okay. Would you can turn back time. When you see her flat butt, you get her like oh, a little pancake. Yuck. She has no butt. I'm sorry, people. It's just, it's embarrassing. You know, well, don't do I a like video. Jesse James. Oh, that's a cool song too. Oh, God, that is a cool song. Like Jesse James. Yeah, that was a good song. But you can't but she stop. She can act and she can sing. I liked her in uh in Moonstruck. It's good in Moonstruck. Yeah. I think she had nominated for that one. I believe she. I did. think she won for that one. I, I, would, I would. That was a good one. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Let's see. Let me let me check it out. Yes, yeah, she won Best Actress for Moonstruck. Yeah, I, I believe that was a good role. She did awesome. Yeah. Silkwood was a stretch. She should have done it. If she done, she should have done Silkwood after. Uh, Moonstruck, a little more chops, but uh, yeah. still a good job. Though. Decent movie. It didn't even look like Cher. She even looked like different. She like, I'm an actress. I'm gonna act. I'm not gonna be all star studded and a singer. I'm gonna be an actor. <laughs> I uh, trailer and just watch other actors act. Act. <laughs> Do I act now, Mister Manel? Okay. That's I don't know if you would. Well, I guess you would consider this an actress who turned or actor who turned into a singer, because the first time we remember seeing her, she was acting on Good Times. What? In different shows. Oh, you're talking about Janet Jackson. Yep. Oh, yes, it was Good Times. I knew you're talking about. It's just yeah, yeah. she was Penny. Which was I think we don't want 70s, but we don't want to talk about the the dark days of uh, different stroke because she was kind of thick back then. <laughs> That's so, so wrong of me to say that. I'm sorry, people. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah. to be funny, but um, yes, she blew up. I I I will say this on record if I haven't before. I'm fortunate enough to say I saw both Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson in concert. Okay. Wow. All right. Not at the same time, but two different concerts. Michael Jackson in Hawaii, and I saw Janet Jackson in California. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, Janet Jackson has a, such a badass show. Michael Jackson, 
is just like like I I make jokes about it, but I'm not kidding. He stood on stage for the first ten minutes, not even moving, the people going nuts. The boy moved his neck, and they all freaked out for another five minutes. And then he starts singing. And it, it didn't have, like, Janet was performing. Michael Jackson more like, here I am, and I'll sing for a little bit, then I'll pause so you can scream your head off. And uh, I just felt that Janet did a better show. And she has some good movies. She got movies such as Dead Post Society. I liked her. She was great in that movie. Not Dead Post Society. Poetic, I'm talking poetic about uh, Poetic <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was I was good up to that point. I was like I was doing good up to that rolling. point. You were rolling, and then I said man. Dead Poet Society. Like no, it's wrong. You're wrong. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. What was it called again? Poetic justice. Poetic justice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was good. So keep in mind, that's a Tupac Shakur, a rapper turned actor. Yeah. But he, he, yeah. But, Again, we're going to the 90s a little bit, but that's okay. So going back to the 80s, so Jan Jackson, she was doing TV. You're right. She was doing Good Times. She did the um, – she also did Fame. She was on Fame. She was on Fame, She was on Fame, she was on yeah. fame TV show. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about after that, but but she was – throughout the 80s, she started singing, and then she just blew up. She was like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm top of the world. Miss Jackson if you're nasty. I like right. the one video of hers I like Pleasure Principle because she's just her dancing and love that video. Hmm. First, I like this is this is this is high entertainment. This is this is awesome. <laughs> this is wonderful. All right, she's I got another one. For a performer. You. <laughs> All right, she's not just singing; she's dancing. She's putting on a performance, but no. You mentioned this guy earlier, actually, with Don't Talk to Strangers. Who is uh, that? Oh, Rick, Rick, Rick um, Springfield. Rick Springfield. His biggest hit, of course, was Jesse's Girl. But, I mean, mm-hmm. he, was, he first started as Noah Drake on the soap opera General Hospital. So, 81 then- for Jesse's Girl. And then his career continues from there. Lately, he's been doing movies, or, or he did um, uh, with Meryl Streep. Oh my! Sophie's Choice. No. Um, she Devil. She Devil. No. Uh, <laughs> try again. Uh, Ricky and the. the Ricky and the Flash. Ricky, Ricky and the and, Flash? Yes. That, uh, I have no uh, idea. Meryl, Str- Meryl Streep plays a singer, and lately she's been singing too. And she was an 80s actress. I mean, everybody knows that. But she's done um, Mamma Mia. Yes. She did, she did her own singing in Ricky and the Flash. Yeah, so, Ricky and Flash, is that 80s? No, not at all, but... Okay. I was just talking about what Rick Springfield's been up to lately. Lady, right, have you got somebody for us? No, I I'm drawing a blank because it's I I probably could, but I'm just not much into the singer. I'm trying to think who else could be from the '80s. Well, you got David Hasselhoff. Well, he well yeah, he had a very successful career in German. Singing his music, I I can't name one song of his. I can't, I can't name a song that he put. Can you? 
Can you name one? Days of the Half Is it one day I'm riding with the dog days. Riding with the dog rider. Oh, I'm riding with the night rider. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. The night rider. Night rider. Uh, freaking freaking me, uh, metal blood. Why no day? The night rider. I have no I'm making stuff up as I go. I, I can't Rider name one song I'm doing. Yeah. I'm assuming he would. I mean, I that made his Michael career. He talks to me. He talks to me. Uh, me. Like, All right. Uh, I just thought like of that. another one just a moment ago. Um, gosh. Well, you got the Blues Brothers. John Belushi and uh, Dan Aykroyd. Okay, all right, now we're done because you cannot top these two. I love <laughs> the Blues Brothers. You you hit a four with that one. I love the fact that how this band got together and because both um, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd love blues. Yeah, they just said, "No, we're going to put a band together and we're going to do it." You know, and they did it. And not only did they have a successful, they toured as the yeah. Blues Brothers. Right, and then the movie on top of it, which is a nightmare story in itself, but that's an awesome movie. So they mm-hmm. went from TV show to singers, from singers to movies, and back to TV and movies. So they did, they did the whole. I mean, I, I don't know if you can top that. That's a great example of actors turning singers. Yeah, and, and that, I, I don't know. That's going to be something for me to think about, but. I love the Blues Brothers. Oh, Soul Man? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was yeah. Belushi and Aykroyd at their best. I had that soundtrack on 8-track. That's how long ago it was. Wow. wow. I had it on 8-track. Yeah. Wow. That was awesome. I used to love to listen to that um, because, I mean, I didn't have cassettes. I didn't have a – there were no CDs yet. And I would listen to the 8-tracks that I did have, like, over and over and – Man, I would enjoy, you know, stuff like that, and then oldies like from the fifties and sixties uh, that um, they were like, you know, number one hits of the sixties and fifties on an eight track. Man, mm-hmm. I used to love, but the Blues Brothers, I loved, I loved that eight track. And uh, you're right, it was a great movie, great soundtrack, great acting. You know, yeah, the whole, um, the whole package. The whole package, yeah, you're right. Yeah, now, definitely, that's a good one. That's a good one. I can give I can give you one of someone who has been doing, even who's done musicals recently, but did a musical to start her career, did a lot of great acting through the '80s and '90s, kind of disappeared for a while and did another musical in like 2010, and that's Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, you're talking about wait, start over. So she was a singer turned actor. Well, what? Well, she was an actress, but she did some singing, and that was okay. uh, in, in a musical called Grease 2. Grease 2. Dun, dun, dun. I worked it in. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, she didn't have an album, per se, but she was on the soundtrack album doing her own singing. She's all a cool, cool, cool rider. He's a cool, oh, you cool, know it, cool brother. rider. This is, oh, my. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying not to think about it. That's a I just watched Someone it the other like, night. So. I bet you did. It's you did a double feature in Spice, Spice World. 
Nice world. Oh, man, don't get me started, but that's 90s. Darn it. I might have to start the 90s hour, Spice Girl edition. It was so funny. I saw I was in Australia. I was in Australia one year, and the, the Spice World movie wasn't in the U.S. yet. They were still talking about it coming out in a couple of months. And I go to Australia. It's on VHS over there. It's like, <laughs> I said, well, I get to take a copy home and then make some money. But I know it would be a terrible movie, and it had no clue. <laughs> oh, come on. It was a good movie. Yeah. But uh, as okay, you're saying about- with uh, – Go ahead. I was saying with the movie Michelle Pfeiffer did, she I mean, she came back later to do Hairspray with John Travolta. So it's cool That's they right. had two people from from uh, Greece, Greece one and Greece two, to be in another musical about the 50s or 60s. And I love freaking Hairspray. That's a good movie. And that's, that's a great way, movie. Yeah. Way before the 80s, of course, or way after the 80s, but still a very good movie. Yeah, we're just talking about you know uh, people. But um, let's see. We got Mick Jagger. He was in the movie with Emilio Estevez. But is that 90? Do like a bounty hunter or something? Yeah, Free Jack. Free Jack. That was yes, I do remember that movie. Yeah, I do. A terrible movie. Embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing. Just embarrassing. Well, would you consider Michael Jackson an actor for being in Captain EO at Disneyland? Well, if he doesn't, that's, well, then you're playing with, what do we call it, you know, actor to, well, did he do a movie? He's done a movie. Michael Jackson has done a movie. What movie? He did The Wiz. Yeah, but that's 70s. Ah, that's true. So all he had was the music videos, and I wouldn't consider Captain EO a movie because it was an attraction at a theme park. I don't know. Captain EO, that that may go up to discussion because it's not out now. You can't pick it up. You see bootleg online. You can yeah. see it. I don't yeah. know. That's a good question. That's a good question. That's a very, very, very good question. So we'll just say for this conversation, yes. Captain EO wasn't that great of a movie. Hooter, Hooter, pay attention, Hooter. We have to save the universe and give the prize to the queen. <laughs> you're good, you. You, you're good. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, um, another one, uh, not not so well known, I think, to a lot of people, but Tom Waits. You know Tom, Tom Waits, he, yes, he played the, I remember, oh, that's a 90s movie. What did he do in, in the 80s? Uh, he was in Rumblefish. He okay. was in uh, The Outsiders. Okay, okay, a lot of S.E. hitting books, okay. Yeah, and uh, then he's done a lot of music uh, for soundtracks. Yes, I believe that because he is a musician, so. Yeah, he's a talented guy. Oh, how can I forget? Duh. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. (laughs) Uh, He was, uh, he did his own movie. Um, I can uh, tell you, give my my regards to Broad Street. (laughs) It's going to be hard to beat me on trivia, but yeah, I did make that movie. And so there's another singer, um, I think that came out 
I think Buster came out in the 80s, late 80s with um, Bill yeah. Collins. Yeah, I forgot about Bill Collins. That's right. He did some good stuff. He was in Hook. Yes, he was in Hook. He was in Hook, yeah. He was. And uh, let's see, uh, Debbie Harry. From, she... Um, now, Wasn't she in a she horror movie? Videodrome. There we go. Video drone. David Cronenberg. James Woods, yeah. Yes. James Woods, yep. And it was a horror movie. I knew she was in something in that manner. Definitely. I've, I, I've never seen Video Drone, though, but I know of it. Video Drone is good. Film. It's, a, it's definitely a David Cronenberg movie, which I like his Cronenbergisms. Yeah, uh, his, <laughs> you have to make sure your head's straight before you walk into a theater. You know, don't be yeah. dropping acid to go see a David Cronenberg picture and come back messed up. Guaranteed. It's kind of like That's John no Carpenter's joke. In the Mouth of Madness. Have you ever have you seen that? <laughs> I mean, watched that I mean? movie with a good friend. I seen it with a very good friend who loved that movie. And I watched it with him. Because I'm a friend, and that's what friends do. That's what friends are for. Pretty good time. Smiling. And time. Keep shining. Watching bad movies when you can with me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So I think we're we're kind of coming to the end of it. Um, you mentioned Tupac. Uh, and he did yeah, kind of start out in the 80s. I mean, he was uh, with uh, Digital Underground in the 80s. So. Was he really? See, I don't, even, I don't yeah. even know that. He was a backup dancer. I didn't you can believe that. that. He was a backup dancer oh, in What's oh, Funny is oh. Nothing But Trouble. He did Nothing But Trouble? All the way. Oh, really? I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah, with, with Digital Underground, when they come to uh, sing or when they get lost, and uh, John, you know, with John Candy and uh, Dan Aykroyd and. I know, I, know, yep. I know the movie. I know the movie. Tupac is in that. Nothing but trouble with Demi Moore in it. Yep. Saw that on cable. Like, why was this movie made? With these two great actors. Terrible movie. It was interesting. It was something else. Well, what about Queen Latifah? That's 90s. 90s, of course. Man. Trying to find. I want to find one more. I'm running out of of talent. (laughs) I'm running out of talent here. See here now. But says a lot. It says a lot. I mean, even today, singers try to be actors, actors try to be singers. And it's just, you know, another way to try to get their, their brand to, to branch out to do more, you know, no pun intended, is that, you know, even in the 80s, some of them worked and some of them were just not a good decision to make. Just, yeah. Whoever their manager probably got fired. It's like, you let, me, you let me make this garbage. Look what you made me. There's proof of this now. I can never outlive this. Oh, <laughs> I can't get rid of that album. He's stuck with it. It's heartbeat. <laughs> oh, heartbeat. 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 That's Looking all bad. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, well, we've got just about four or five minutes. We're not just going to banter for no reason if we can't, if we don't have any more talent left to talk about. But if you have something you want to tell us, Seven one four two four two six one one six. We don't bite. Well, I don't. I don't know about Tony, but uh, yeah, if you want to talk hard. to us, not hard. Not uh. <laughs> hard. 
It sounds so bad. It sounds so I know. Bad. I don't bite. Hard. Hard. <laughs> but while we've got time, while we're waiting for people to call in, I've got to tell you something. That um, when you said that, like, I don't bite. Hard. Like that. I met a girl once at a club. And she goes, hi. And I say, hi. My name's Regina. I know, like the vacuum. I'm like, what? Uh, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine somebody telling you that? A girl telling you that? I'm, I'm, oh. I'm a Regina, like a vacuum. I'm like, oh. What do you say to that? What do you think I said? Trivia question. I, 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 I'm trying to keep it PG, but I'm thinking nasty thoughts. Yeah. And yeah, I did want to confirm that. I do, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I've confirmed that, uh, yes, Tupac is in the nothing but trouble to deal with digital underground. I never knew that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm here all week. I didn't, um, I, didn't, I didn't doubt you. I just want to see it. I want to see how, how yeah, he's acting. Yeah, you have to see it because he's just back up dancing. Yes, he he's just wearing some, yeah. some I think, New York Yankee shirt or something. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. But, yeah, um, it's still a terrible movie. Still a terrible it movie. It is a terrible movie. <laughs> but I've had a I've had a great time tonight. Uh it's been uh fun to to just kind of think about talent and what it takes to make it as far as you know being multi talented. You have like what we mentioned earlier, the triple threats. You have the people that can sing and can act, and then you have people that should have stuck to what they do best. What do you think? Uh, again, artists always want to try new things. But know your limits. Like I said, I know I can't sing. I'll act like I can sing, but I know I cannot make an album. But it doesn't say I, I shouldn't try. And that's what a lot of these artists are trying to say. Why not? Because you never know. You never know yeah. what you're going to become. Like Bette Midler is an example. Who would think that John, um, John Belushi and Dan Eckler would be such a big hit in the music world? Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. But you got to at least try. And that's what a lot of these artists are trying to do. Try. I understand. You know, it's good. Yeah, but that's how it goes out. Let's take it out, man. You got this up here, Tony Lamar, out here in Austin, Texas. And I'm Juan Alamon here near Seattle. And where can we find you, Tony, if we need to? No, it's very easy. Just go Tony underscore Lamar. I'm out there. People search me. I'm on Facebook, YouTube. I'm out there, people. I'm Alamon underscore II, or check out com. Hey, much love to all of you. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next week with another topic here on the 80s hour or so. You always have to bring up Spice World somehow. You should just stop bringing it up. It's a terrible movie, and you're influencing. You're influencing the people of this world to see a terrible movie. You're going to be now on. You cannot bring up the word Spice World ever again. What if we're talking about, like, um, I don't know, jalapenos? I like hot pants. Spicy world out there. Yeah, spice world. Oh, my. <laughs> You're so done. You're done. Oh, I am not done. I'm never done. You're I'm overdone. Done. <laughs> <laughs>